Vanessa? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I can hear you perfectly now. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like, why is... (laughs) Why is this doing this? I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, this is the third time we're trying this this night. Te- okay, yeah, technically, yes, third time, but technically also fourth time we're trying this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, for similar reasons, because like we had aud- like um, audio weirdness going on <laughs> last night. Yeah. Um, but should we, I don't, like, part of me wonders, like, is it because, like, I just started talking over you? <laughs> like, and my, like, the recording is like, Vanessa, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I laugh, like, oh, I don't laugh over you, but I laugh at you. You know what? I laugh at your comments and it didn't happen last time. I laughed uncontrollably. Oh, that, I don't know. Like, I, for some reason, I feel like every time it has happened, it was because, like, I was trying to interrupt you rudely. <laughs> but you uh, interrupted me last time many times, too. That's also true. I don't know. I wonder. Mm. I don't want that because, you know, it's just, you know, we, we got to keep this short. But also, like, there's so much more to say. Like, that's the bouncing of ideas is what's going to get this conversation really heated. Yeah. Hmm. Should we just jump into it then? Yeah, and like hope it. that it doesn't happen again. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So I'm Jasenia. And I am did did wait. Oh, okay, real quick. I just burped. I don't know if you heard that. I did um, not hear that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so not I'm... gonna edit that out because I already said my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't. <laughs> um let's keep it real (laughs) yeah um that's actually I was just thinking about that today was like if I ever decided to run for office like I I think the biggest hurdle I would have to um face is that like my writing and my speech come off in my opinion as sort of like at least in front of crowds and like when I think I have to be in front of people that I'm not personally like acquainted with um Mm -hmm. I get nervous and then I sound like a robot like I literally will say please advise like instead of like what do you think <laughs> I've heard you do that before yes and I'm like oh she's really really interesting <laughs> <laughs> why, why does Vanessa turn into a computer in front of Grania <laughs> also can we invite Grania to listen I feel oh like God, yes I feel like she would entertain you know, she would entertain us having a podcast. The only thing that I'm afraid of is she's very, like, critical. And, like, I'm just, <laughs> oh, don't want to hear her, like, criticize me or anything. That's actually, to be honest, I that was my other thought, too. It was just like, but I feel like Grania would have a lot of opinions. And I don't know that I would want to hear them. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, if we can always welcome her onto the podcast, we'll, we'll, she'll listen to enough episodes that she'll just say, oh, give me that mic. Let me give my three cents in there. Oh, my God. I love it. I, I but you know what, though, like I want to hear like part of me doesn't want to hear it because I'm like very how you say I'm delicate. I can't take criticism unless it has like 30 pounds of sugar with it, um, <laughs> which is like. I'm almost 30. I have to, I really need to, um, you know, bulldoze through that. But um, another part of me like really wants to hear like, Granny is such an interesting person. And I feel like I've only scratched the surface and I would love to like hear her story. Her story is amazing. Obviously (sighs) it's, I I can't really divulge, not, you know, I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but 
it's just it sounds so wonderful the way she tells it like I felt like I was in a I bet like she's so eloquent and like I I don't know that like eloquent is well yeah I guess like that's the right word but I also don't know that I've heard her talk enough to be like that's an eloquent woman (laughs) she definitely jumps from one tangent to the next in a matter of seconds so I think that's what kept the story interesting Oh my gosh, but that's me. I love Grant. But now that we've talked about her like for two whole minutes, like can we ask her to listen to this episode? Like that's weird. Of course. No, definitely. I think, well, I think now that we've talked about her for like literally three or four whole minutes, it'd be weird that we didn't invite Granny to listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of this episode, my name is Vanessa. I'm Jasenia. And we are the Catalog Girls now, at least, because we have decided to start a podcast. We are two Mexican-American Long Island millennials. I think that is the most succinct way to describe us, but also like we are people who cannot be confined to the bounds of just plain words, you know, like we are individuals. Um, And we just, we kind of thought, you know, what, what better time to make a podcast than the turn of a new chapter in history um boop, 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 boop. Yeah. but yes we we decided um what are, like a, what, what sorry, was just, one? it's okay that was just me one. putting into a horse because i got nervous <laughs> what are two words to describe your initial thoughts of the inauguration of joe biden and kamala harris um inspiring definitely yeah definitely jumped out to the to the front of my brain when when watching that inauguration me too what about you though like what was your Uh, initial thought it hasn't changed for me it was liberation liberation I was hoping you would say that yes and Um, for the listeners at home Jasenia and I have tried recording this episode like mm, three times (laughs) yep 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 and the very first time we did get to the um, to the point where we described our feelings on and thoughts on the inauguration, and that was Jasenia's answer, and I was just like, "Speak." Um, but yes, I got to watch mine live. Um, I work in a small office, and we collectively decided like that, like we didn't even talk about it. Like we just straight up went to YouTube, typed in C-SPAN, and watched the night and watched <laughs> the inauguration. <laughs> oh, you guys went to c-span i watched it on nbc on youtube the, they live streamed it on youtube yes and then um, everyone else was kind of watching it on their phones a couple of the, my co-workers i work in a in a school so a couple of my colleagues were watching it in their classrooms we have a tv with cable in our library so a couple teachers sat down in there and watched it i like not to turn this into a completely sour note and only to touch on this briefly but like that's kind of how we my office watched the um the attempted coup go down was like we like I like I thought my boss was being like dramatic and like just extra she was just like I got snacks like I've got three screens we're gonna watch oh, C-SPAN CNN. and I was just like why like this is literally just a, a technical sort of ceremonious procedural thing that you know under normal circumstances would not be so ceremonial you know like I mean it still pretty like a lot of fluff for you know just a bunch of people being like yep the state certified it cool let's record it um 
I feel like that literally could be an email. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that's what I thought. I was just like, why are we whipping out snacks for what should just be an email? Not realizing that in other parts of the internet, people were planning an attempted coup. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of like the only, like the only other way I could think to like sort of compare it to anything is, and I was much too young, but um. 9-11 yeah you know like I remember like I remember exactly how like where I was when when it happened I remember that whole morning I remember like um just to be really brief about it like I remember we had um an art class outside of our main building mm -hmm. and one of the other students had just gone to the city that weekend and she she was talking to us about like the sound of a car backfiring and it scared her because she you know she thought it was a gun for some reason oh um and um the art teacher came over and she's like are you guys talking about the world trade center and at the time i was 10 so i didn't know that's you know what the twin towers were called and um on the way back into the main building it like maybe this is just like my fourth grade brain like sort of you know making it more movie like than it was um but I even remember thinking that like this is so dramatic was um as we walked past all of the classrooms on our way to our classroom the teachers were like closing their doors and you could see their tvs on yes and yep mine too mine too and so, like that's that's kind of um you know like watching this like horrible national tragedy happen in real time um like that's the only thing I could think of as the you know like to compare the the coup to yeah but like it, and then you know on the opposite end of that is is this like national sort of like day of let your <laughs> like let out that long sigh you've been holding in you know like it's it's okay to breathe like we have so much work and yes you know this is just the beginning and you know like personally this is not how I would have wanted it to go down after the uh primary in June yeah. but like this is this is the situation we have and we you know we need to make do with what we have and we you know it's this is not the time to be unifying with white supremacists obviously but this is also not the time to be like shitting on on the new adults in the room so yeah that's that's that sentence is kind of sour to me right now <laughs> the new shitting on the adults in the room <laughs> you know I mean, one thing that I'm happy about this new administration coming in is like, you know, it's a familiar face, you know, forget, let, let's just, you know, um, I'm letting go of like, just favoritism and, you know, the whole like, you know, uh, what do you call it? The pizzazz of like all of this, right? We all love Kamala, we all love Biden, we all love, all right? So I'm looking at it now, just great black and white sort of like, so I'm thinking we're familiar with Biden. He was the vice president. He was chosen by uh, Obama, someone we grew up with, you know, we were I guess, yeah. happy with um, some of us and the people that he's going to, you know, make or um, what is what is the word? I, I'm, I'm losing my wording. Um, a sign like into his cabinet. I'm not. Yes. A point. A point. There you go. That's the word. I was like, there's that word. So it's an A. Um, Honestly, Jasenny, it's the end of the day. We both have very <laughs> mentally taxing work. <laughs> like it's fine. It really, but like you know, they're 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 pioneers. You know, they they have experience. They've had those roles. Some of them, if not, you know, they worked under Obama. They worked with Joe, and 
they're very familiar with everything. Like now we have experienced individuals, qualified, highly qualified individuals to. Yes. And not to, not to like, I guess, you know, shit on the adults in the room, but like Pete Buttigieg is just like, no offense, sir, but you like mm, transportation secretary. And like, I don't know, one tweet put it so succinctly, like, I'm so glad Pete got into his safety secretary position, like his his safety cabinet position. I was thinking that. Um, yeah, I was thinking that, you know, I mean, it's it's something, I guess. I mean, I don't Well, I mean, I don't like, I just, I kind of feel like I'm I'm so, like, obviously, yes, I'm pleased that the first openly gay person to serve in a cabinet um, will be happening, like, finally. But also, like, what, what, transportation experiences re- relevancy to what <laughs> sir <Huh? laughs> like but also maybe maybe I don't know enough about it and and maybe he will he'll blow it out of you know the water maybe he'll crush it maybe maybe he's a human being and he will try his best absolutely and that's something that you know I, I we I've I talked about this in the pre the other recording we had but from I'm taking what I learned from the Trump administration over to and, and putting it applying it to the Biden administration it's it's to keep them accountable, to keep them all accountable, to really sit down and watch the news, read about it, all different outlets, you know, talk about it, have discussions with people and ask those tough questions. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, the honeymoon period is, is over. <laughs> like it's time to, to hold their, you know, hold our new, new elected officials to well hold them accountable <laughs> like hey you said two thousand dollar checks where the fuck are the two thousand dollar checks <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean all i'm begging for uh, joe biden right now is please i got student loans and i just <laughs> yes <laughs> that i that is something that like i'm very very blessed to not have that experience of like being saddled with student loans um for those of you who are listening for Jasenia and you know don't know me yet, I went to state school where pretty much all of my my tuition was covered and anything that wasn't covered, I was able to to you know do out of my own summer job. But that's that's like I I had an I had a stupidly lucrative summer job in a stupidly lucrative place to have a summer job. I, I like that's not everyone's experience. So. Um, for me, it but was yes. like pressure, you know, for my job, like as an educator, you can't hold on to your teaching license. I can only speak about, you know, New York, but unless you have your like a certificate, you can't hold on to it unless you get your master's. And so that master's isn't cheap, you know, even if the state covers yeah. some of it, you know, and there's loan forgiveness programs like the teach grant, it's not enough because, you know, a lot of these schools, they charge like a real shitload of money for no reason, just because capitalism. Oh, that's the <laughs> other thing. It's just like, I'm like, I can see the the boomers and Gen Xers in my life, like almost coming out of their capitalism cave, you know, <laughs> like kind of being like, <laughs> I mean, this is all over the internet but like you know if all like you know yes no one should lose their homes during a pandemic yes no one should lose their their um health insurance which is tied to their job during a pandemic but like just just really like listen to yourself and lose that last end of that sentence (laughs) like just no one should lose their 
health insurance if they lost their job. <laughs> like that's that's the sentence. You don't have to go further. Yeah. No, you're right. It's which is just like, and the next step from there is like maybe capitalism isn't fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the world seems to know that the yeah oh my god just yeah <laughs> um but also like that's i think you know as as much as i would have loved to put a let's move away from capitalism into warp speed situation into the white house like this is a country that is the third most populous in the world even you know albeit a, a far third from the first and second um, but we're really giant, we're like, we're a fucking huge country and with so many, so many different peoples from so many different backgrounds with, even within like, you know, those like broader communities, like it's like, it's so diverse, you know, like the, the Latinx community is so diverse, which I think we were having this conversation earlier this, um, this evening, yes. which is, you know, like there's so much diversity in, in the Latinx, Latin and Latin community. <laughs> That it's Ooh, you're amazing <laughs> girl listen you're gonna trip over those new words but that's what it takes to be a politician these days you know well well thank you but like no <laughs> I, th- I mean like it's just I guess it's it's also a matter of being respectful but I don't know like I have so many feel- this could be a whole this should this should be a whole nother episode yeah. it's like um term terminology especially like considering that we're heritage well I mean I can only speak for me um but i'm a heritage speaker which means i learned spanish in my home um and a little bit you know here and there in school of course but like it's it feels not like totally a language that i i feel like a like i i have some kind of authority in and or over you know like i feel like i like i can't speak for like i don't know just but something about the like latinx always kind of rubbed me wrong but I felt like okay if this is the direction we're moving the language like language has changed they're yeah. fluid it's you know like why am I so hesitant towards the x and and then that kind of like graphic that I shared with you and jazz um kind of sort of really hit the nail on the head which is like the x is really unnatural there yeah <laughs> like, yeah it is and you know it, what how about we record that one today that one i know can be 30 minutes because we have all our notes down and jazz already commented did you okay like we might have to like edit this part up but like maybe not um but did you i i haven't opened the new comments i, I think like there are new comments in that yeah. thread and and i haven't I'll, opened it we'll yet read it and then let me know what you think after this so um, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, really like just to move along, because <laughs> oh, you know what, you're right. You're right. We're, it's like 20 minutes in, and we're like already talk like on a tangent about language for some for some reason. <laughs> I want to talk more about this wonderful young woman. She's 22 years old. She was the poet that uh, Amanda Gorman. She made history on Wednesday yes. when she became the youngest inaugural poet during President Joe Biden's swearing-in ceremony. She's from Los Angeles. She is um, the daughter, actually, yeah, she's the daughter of a school teacher. Um, She is a Harvard graduate. Um, I I just, I'm so proud. And her reciting her poem, I I teared up a little bit. Um, I will mention, though, like that, 
while she was saying that I felt like I was really witnessing history before my eyes I'm like I for some reason I just thought oh my goodness like I'm watching like you know someone on the ranks of like Edgar Allan Poe you know I don't know I just kept thinking like these really like like I'm like this this is her beginning like this is really it like she's going to be a wonderful poet. Like, that's just how I, like, a historic, someone we're going to study and learn about in school. Like, I don't know. I just felt that. I, like, I mean, I think I said this to you last time, but um, throughout most of the the ceremony, I was texting and tweeting a bunch of friends who were also watching it. But the moment I heard, like, the first few lines from her, I put my phone down. Like, I was just in complete, awe and it just I was transported you know I was yeah like if you if people listening at home haven't listened to the whole poem like in its entirety I highly recommend and watch it with captions on if like you know listening and reading is gonna help it really land for you but like it just it was so moving um I cried (laughs) I, I cried because like she's so talented and she's like she just said it so succinctly and I think we we touched a little bit on this last time we talked about it but it was really clear that she was still like it was it was something that she was clearly still working on like uh, up until like when like you know like she very much included like without you know straight up saying there's an attempted coup last week like she she alluded to it and I you know just kind of I mean, like, I wonder how much time she had to prepare. Um, And I wonder if she was, like, scribbling until the last minute. But, like, if she was, I couldn't, like, you could only tell because of what she was alluding to, you know? Like, she was so marvelous. (laughs) (laughs) Just so, like, I... I I don't even have the words for it. She stole all my words. Right, it's just beautiful. I just I loved, and I don't know. I I think, um, what touched me again, and maybe I mentioned this already, but it's just to be a witness. You know, I wasn't there exactly, and there's so many firsts in this inauguration. So many firsts. Like we are we are witnessing history, her story. That. <laughs> Which is also kind of gender biased, but whatever. <laughs> no, no, we want to be an inclusive people. Like <laughs> I do. We're watching. We're watching our story. Yeah, How's about exactly. that? Exactly, our story. Our story. Yeah. So I, I'm okay if the word history is still history, but also <laughs> our story. Um, but yeah, like I think you know, like not just. Um, Amanda Amanda's poems moment but like the the very fact that like this you know we we witnessed the first woman and and not just like she like inner ethnic woman um to be inaugurated into the second most powerful position slash like second highest elected you know position you can have in this country and I think like that's Part of me is like, cool. But another part of me is just like, holy shit, that's so fucking yeah, cool. No, I was telling uh, one of my colleagues at work today, um, you know, she she looked at me and she asked, she's African-American. She's the only African-American classroom teacher in the building. where, And she looked mm-hmm. at me and she said, like, we were in the, in the women's room. 
she's like did you watch the inauguration I go yes I did she's like oh yeah good job me too I was like yeah and then I said did you watch you know uh celebrating America you know the thing at night and she's like yeah I watched that too I was like oh my god and she said she asked me what do you think and I said well for the first time in my life I felt like I belong like I felt like yeah you know what I am American like I felt really proud to be American and I you know I think one of the other things that um, made me sort of like very emotional in that moment too when I saw Kamala being uh, sworn in was the fact that she was like a woman and she wore and I don't know if you know that but you noticed that but I, you like she didn't have to wear a fancy dress she wore a pantsuit and she looked so cool like she looked like a really cool regular like woman like and she looked professional and yeah who Kamala I, well, like I, probably at the the second event, but the first event, I very noticed. I very much noticed that she was wearing those heels because I was like, her feet must yeah. have been cold, cold AF. Like she must have been freezing. All of those women, like as beautiful as those coats were, um, Bernie's of course stealing the show. As beautiful as the colorful, colorful, colorful uh, coats were, it they yeah. didn't look warm. Um, and that, like, I think it's really, like that was my first thought. Was just like. She like, well, my first thought was she's wearing purple, obviously, for unity. And number two, like, holy n- no, like this, that poor woman oh, must she, be wait, freezing. The picture now. Oh, no, I retract. She, I thought she was wearing a pantsuit. She's wearing a dress and her. Michelle was wearing a pantsuit. I'm saying this like she's like she's my. <laughs> <laughs> she's America's Michelle. <laughs> She is both royalty and a deity, and she is also the the everyday woman. Converse, <laughs> like all the time, everywhere. She's like, I wear Converse. She has a collection of Converse. Like that is just so. Yeah, she's Kamala. Like- That's so like at at like when I was a teenager, I couldn't wear Converse for more than eight hours because I was like, this has no support. I think eventually, <laughs> they mold though because uh, some teachers wear Converse to work, and I'm like, don't you get flat feet? And I'm like, no, they're comfortable. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay my feet are too wide for converse i guess like i would have to get the wide version yeah, i'm sure they oh, make yeah, they that by now do. they definitely do i'm looking at her uh, at her outfit right now i'm looking at pictures and there's a photo of her with one of the simpsons characters that's weird wonder what that's all about <laughs> <laughs> do you yeah. mean a meme there you go <laughs> <laughs> just then <laughs> you're aging <laughs> us <laughs> no um which (laughs) really briefly that's our next episode is approaching 30 but more on that later um no but like I think yes I think it's so exciting that like um we we have we have somebody you know in in the second highest elected position in this country who looks you know looks like half of the girls I went to school with and you know who kind of like I mean I think she has a nervous <laughs> laugh because <laughs> I, I feel like she's been accused of laughing at inappropriate times which oh I can God, very I much relate to that 100 percent jeez oh jeez and I'm very very excited to see what the first second man does with his <gasps> new position as that. wow yeah I mean like he's he is America's house spouse <laughs> now so <laughs> Very stoked to see um, what kind of example yeah, he sets for whoa. 
who who have powerful powerful <laughs> partners <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> laughing right now because this is what I'm thinking and I'm debating or not whether or not to say it it might be problematic but I'm like way to go Kamala for like <laughs> finding yeah. a man who's okay with that <laughs> I mean I think like it's like I don't know and I think I hope in 15 years and that will be problematic or at least like taken for granted you know that like oh what like you're like I, like I mean I don't know how much you know about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her husband's story I've only watched this I think it was like the CNN mm-hmm. special or maybe like PBS produced a, a documentary mm-hmm. about Ruth Bader Ginsburg um but Marty Ginsburg her husband was like the original you know like you got a sick job in Washington that we're moving to Washington like oh. there's no question yeah. you know and like people you know like the people they interviewed were like yeah you know Marty's co-workers in New York City <laughs> were like what are you doing you know and he was just like what do you mean she got a better job than I have here <laughs> we're going to where you know she has a good job like she moved for me when I came to New York City like, because Ruth, I think, started, I want to say she started at Harvard, and then her husband graduated from his law school and got a job in New York City, so she transferred to Columbia to finish mm-hmm. law school. And and so when she got, like, whatever kick-ass job she got in D.C., he was like, well, yeah. duh, we're going to D.C. Yeah. And, like, Doug, that's his name, right? Our new house spouse in residents I don't I don't know <laughs> second man Mr. Harris um yeah but like that's just what he's doing is just like duh this is you know like you got the vice president position or you know you you got asked to be vice president and you you guys your ticket won like of course we're going to move residencies after we revamp the uh, vice president house and I'm so mad that my friend Julie succinctly like she she's so brilliant and I hope she listens to this Julie if you're listening to this you're so brilliant it scares me um but she she um in our little group chat she said the most hysterical thing she said I really hope Kamala um and Doug get that house cleaned out real good I heard the the Pences had a or like I think the Pences might have had a trash problem I I know they had a problem with flies but like she said it so much more succinctly and funny and like brilliantly like she's I I told her to tweet that and she was like maybe later and I was just like why are you too cool for school Julie but she's not too cool for school because right now she's studying to get a PhD um she's so cool she's still in school like she truly is um and Ugh, I'm, I'm very blessed to surround like to have so many women in my life who like inspire me to to not be afraid to be yeah, my fullest self so. actually you know I think I want to record the next podcast about you know that the terms Latinx and Latin because I I'm, I'm ready to grow I you know I, I want friends that are going to help me you know challenge my thoughts and to to not to educate me, you know, like I, I think the best way to grow as a person is to seek the education on your own, you know, to really go in and just, mm-hmm. just reflect. So I'm like, I, I, I just read the messages from jazz and I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's go jazz. Let's go. 
she <laughs> she texted me like to say sorry like, or something <laughs> so I was just like oh shit I should probably read those after yeah. we record so like what are your roses thorns, um, and rose buds <laughs> okay well I'm gonna just use the same ones from the last time we recorded this which is the thing that made me happy this week was Amanda the poet whose last name I cannot recall off the top Gorman. of my head is it Gorman yeah. Goodman Gorman Gorman, Amanda Gorman and her poem um, made me so happy this week. Um, it, it, I found it inspiring and just it, it gave me new life. And really. Me too. Me too. Um, Amanda Gorman was the highlight of my week. <laughs> I, you know, like at first I wanted to be like, no, Jasenia, pick a different one. But like we can both ha- we can both have the same uh-huh, thing. Like That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I mean, I think for me it was more um, like education wise. I'm like, you know, there's hope like there are no, you know, no matter how much, you know, white supremacy is sort of already festered in our public systems and our, you know, branches of government, things like that. You know, these kids, they're going to find a way through it. The truth will be revealed. Yes, but also it is very important that we don't just, you know, like Jesus take the wheel <laughs> on them and, you know, call them Jesus. Like, <laughs> be like you're Jesus now, take the wheel. <laughs> like it's, we, you know, we're still around and kicking and it's our job to, like you said, educate ourselves and um, learn from the, the younger generation and encourage them and, challenge ourselves to to think outside of the things that we take for granted um so like there's there's still work to be done so like you know as much hope as I have for the next generation I also want to channel that hope into work that I still Mm -hmm. continue to do um so thing my thorn for the week was also Amanda Gorman like I'm sorry how (laughs) dare you be so talented (laughs) like And so young and clever and wise and such have such a mastery of language (laughs) and you (laughs) so I guess like you know to to be more honest, the thorn is that that I would even be so so jealous, you know, like I like what I can't just be happy for another woman, like I I have to be jealous. Um, so I guess like my I'm turning my thorn back towards me which is just like all right this is a chance to reflect and grow like I shouldn't be mad that this girl has followed her passion more than I did (laughs) um what about you what's your thought it was like reflecting when I was watching the inauguration at work I I don't know why I was just worried and concerned about what other people's reactions were to it Um, you know, this is a moment in history and it needs to be acknowledged, but I think I was just so worried because of the whole, you know, the terrorist attack that happened on the Capitol. It sort of like, you know, spooked me a little bit. And now I'm like looking around me. I'm like, who's my enemy? Who, who's, who's in disagreement? Who, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I shouldn't think that way. I shouldn't, that that's what separated us in the, from the, you know, in the beginning of all of this, when Trump took office is this, you know, um, just, clash of 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 beliefs and 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 opinions about each other and so i that was really my thorn i can appreciate that but also i mean like it 
like is it such a bad thing to to wonder like are there any white supremacists mm-hmm. among me <laughs> and you know is it such a uh, such I mean like obviously that's horrible that we even have to have that question in 2021 but like you know, we touched, we went on off a lot of tangents last night. Um, but one of the things I, I remember like being really upset about was the idea that there are people in public school education on Long Island for whom or for who I have no idea when whom should be used, but for who the idea of racism being present in our community is such a shock that it, it, it drives me crazy because like, and I said this last night and I, have no qualms with adding our um, current Congressman Lee Zeldin, but yep. Lee Zeldin is a Trump supporter who is mm-hmm. like sowing division all over wherever the fuck he can right now. Like talking about how like why does why does Joe Biden care more about Paris? Like I mean he didn't say that. That was Ted Cruz, who by the way was educated oh, at Harvard. But like and and but that's the other thing. It's just like he he knows that it's not you know the Paris Accord isn't for Paris. Like he knows that people are just willing to, I don't know, like get angry over stupid shit and are, I don't know. It's, but like Lee Zeldin's the same fucking way, but he's like just more sneaky about it. And I think the worst part about Lee Zeldin is like, he's actually not an ineffective legislator, you know, like he's delivered on some really important environmental things locally, but like they're not long lasting sustainable things. Um, except for Plum Island, which I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll like, obviously credit where credit is due. Like, thanks for making sure Plum Island doesn't become like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of condos or whatever. But, but at the same time, like, no offense that that's a, like, that, that would have been a slam dunk for anybody yeah. who was in the party of the majority, you know, like, you know, stop trying to act like this was some fucking miracle that you pulled off. Like, of course, a Democrat wouldn't have gotten it done with Mitch McConnell, like mm-hmm. as the fucking Senate majority leader. But like you, you know, you might not have had the support of the House, but like you had the uh, well. But at the same time, like I actually I have no idea what the House's reaction to like, you know, not selling Plum Island was. But this is I don't know. I, I haven't-, haven't done that much homework on this, except for the fact that. <laughs> but Plum Island used to be like this federally owned uh well no it's st- it continues to be a federally owned island off of New uh off of Long Island. I think it might actually technically be closer yeah. to uh Connecticut. But anyway, um Belton has been like beating that drum all like for the past month. It's just like I saved Plum Island and it's just like mm, but of course you fucking did. You had the support for it and like if it had been a Democrat saying, let's save Plum Island, Republicans would have been like, we need to be fiscally responsible and sell the <laughs> island for as much as it's worth. And and you money to save, you know, jobs and coal or whatever. And like, I don't know, it just, it drives me crazy because like, it's not like he hasn't delivered something great because he has, but at the same time, like you can, you, you are literally only pointing to things that were <laughs> slam dunks, Mr. Zeldin. Like, please stop acting like you're some kind of fucking miracle worker. And also like, the motherfucker is going around being like, you know, Joe Biden wants to cut your jobs. And it's just like, when when was the last time you fucking talked about yeah. COVID? Because Suffolk County has like the third highest, like it's consistently among the top three counties in the state of New York. Of the 62 counties that are in the state of New York, Suffolk County loses at like at least 18 people a day. And we have been for like the past fucking month. Like where where is, you know, where is your fucking bitching and whining about like a federal response to COVID when this is like our immediate like 
this should be our focus. Like, why are you, why are you like this, Lee Zeldin? Oh, but the reason I got on this Lee Zeldin hate tangent was because like, how can you teach in Brookhaven or, I'm sorry, was that too close? Yeah, but it's okay. Um, How can, Jessenia? Okay, but like, uh, I can add another school. Like, how can you teach in like Patchogue or, you know, Medford or fucking Montauk or Hampton Bays or Bridgehampton even how can you teach in any of those districts and say I had no idea racism was was here when we have a sitting congressman who represents our dish like our you know our entire area who is a who is a racist Trump supporter who just like who wants nothing more than to shove his nose up Trump's butt like like how can you pretend like you I mean well I don't know at the same time but at the same time like I can understand how some people would have their their head so in their own bubble because like I mean I'm again I'm very lucky like I I have you know <laughs> I, I have a lot of free time it's <laughs> like like a young person who I don't know like I mean part of me is just like maybe <laughs> I should go back to school um <laughs> because I have too much free time and I'm gonna end up letting my mind melt to jello <laughs> if I don't go back to school um you know, not everyone is as is lucky to be as healthy as me, to have a healthy family, um, to have a job that is stable, um, to have no college debt. Like I have, I think it's like because of all that stuff yeah. that I have so much free time, you know, and um, not everyone is so lucky to, to know who their congressman is and how that congressman votes and acts in Congress. So I guess I, I shouldn't be too mad at the people that you or I work with, um, you know, acting like, what do you mean racism is real here? Like, well, I'm also, glad it just isn't the the open on. now, you know, it's just because, and that's what I mean about like, what makes me so, you know, liberated when Kamala and Joe Biden were inaugurated, because I'm thinking to myself, you know what, it's, it's on, it's out there now, we, we have to openly call out racism for what it is, white supremacy, like we, we're gonna go there now with all that vocabulary. We're not gonna, you know, stand back and just try to be too PC, you know, or, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least like, I, I, um, I guess we can kind of, kind of dip into rosebuds here, but like, I, I hope that this is something that doesn't, you know, isn't just touted, touted, touted during, you know, during the initial sort of honeymoon, like of, you know, like, thanks for voting us in. We promise we'll fight white supremacy. And then, like, yeah, they just yeah. never mentioned no, it again. And you know for what I mean? me, like, I guess, you know, I remember, you know, my in our previous recording about Rosebuds, I said, like, you know, for young people to be more impo- involved in politics, I feel like maybe what I'm looking mo- most forward to is just everyone, not just young people, everyone really trying to get be a little bit more informed. I don't know. I, there's just yeah. so much more I'm looking forward to, but I think presently it's just, you know, just staying on top of everything and not thinking, oh, you know, Biden and Kamala, finally, normacy, okay, everything's going to get fixed because, like you said before, there's a lot of work still to be done. Thanks. Um, and for those of you who are accustomed to roses and thorns and are like, what the fuck is a rosebud? Um, I stole this from I'll Be Gone in the Dark, Patton Oswalt's wife's book slash HBO series. Um, they have a little girl who who apparently um, they would do roses and thorns with at the end of the day. 
And she said, what if we add rosebuds, which is, you know, something you're looking forward to. And that just made me feel like, well, that's exactly why I cannot have children because what if they're not that clever? So <laughs> I'll hate them. <laughs> I'll, I'll want to return them. Um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not true. I can't have children because if they don't have curly hair like me, I won't love them. So <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess the, that was, that was it. Um, thank you so much for joining us for mm -hmm. our first, our inaugural episode uh, that touched on the inauguration. <laughs> um, and I hope you guys join us next week when we drop our episode called Approaching 30, which I think we I recorded think so. right before Same. I turned 29. I, turn 29. I can't um, remember. I got to look back. I know it was in September. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, this reminds me of like a fun anecdote that I, I we had in the last, um, uh -huh. like the first attempted recording of this, which is that, like, I <laughs> forget how old I am sometimes. And like, I, I try like in my mind, I've been 30 for like three years now. And I, I got carded trying to buy wine. Um, I think it was the day, the day <laughs> of the, the, the attempted coup, actually. Um, I, I, <laughs> It must have been because the, the, the salesman said to me, like, well, this like because I, you know, trying to prove that I'm, I'm this old. I was just like, I remember Bill Clinton's presidency. And he goes, oh. well, I, I certainly won't forget this one. And I was just like, uh, hey, yeah, well, I got carded too just uh, a couple weeks um, ago at Stop and Shop because I wanted to buy regular wine from Stop and Shop. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But I mean, I guess like on, on a level, obviously that's, you know, like a compliment, but also like, wait, why is it obviously a compliment <laughs> that people think you are young? Um, question the things you take for granted people. Um, but yeah, so that, that was our first episode. Um, and we hope you- I can't wait. I like the second, second one. one. I really like that one. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to, because like, I love the sound of our voices. So, which is why we, which is why I insisted we start a podcast. Bye everybody. Good night. Sleep tight. Go to right, bed. Bugs right. bite. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's how we're ending it. I love you so much. <laughs>